In today's episode, we'll discuss what life looks like after a life of abuse. Stay tuned as I disclose my experience as a victim transitioning to a survivor on a journey to a healthier lifestyle. were affected by it. And we discovered we all are. It doesn't matter where on the spectrum you fit. Everyone in life is affected by abuse, whether we are experiencing abuse from a first-hand position or a second-hand position as the supporter of someone or someone who has heard of someone being in an abusive situation or someone who hears about someone who is being in an abusive situation and trying to get out. Everyone is affected. Today's discussion is on starting over and I'll start first by sharing what I experienced as one of the people breaking out of their cocoon and flying away. For me, starting over began before I executed my exit plan. Nearly a year and a half had gone by since my husband had started physically abusing me and I had made up in my mind I was leaving but wasn't sure how or what I would do after I left. That was because I had no plan. In order to be more successful in life, it's best to plan. However, if you are in an abusive situation, sometimes depending on the severity of danger, you need to leave immediately. And even that looks different case by case. Each situation is dangerous, but some are at more imminent danger than others. The victims are the ones who know what level of danger they are dealing with, even if they don't know what to do about it or are afraid to do anything about it. You have to remember, having power and control is very important to the abuser. If they think all they have to do is scare you with words or threats, that's what they'll do. If they feel they need to be more drastic or forceful, they will definitely do that too. Someone I consider a business friend had a journaling business and during the summer of 2017, I chimed in on a session she was doing. Journaling worked for me as a child sorting out things that were confusing, frustrating, hurtful, and disappointing, so I decided to join in hoping I would release some stress this way. The questions she asked us had nothing to do with what I was going through. The questions were about business and how to get unstuck in business and how to detox some things out of your life so that you can prepare forward in business. But since my life was the pressing matter at hand, I used it for that. As the weeks went by, I began feeling so much better. I was able to think with clarity. And when that happened, I was able to creatively plan my exit out of my toxic situation. My journal was hidden amongst my work materials so it remained safe from my husband. And each time he went out of town, I journaled even more. After journaling for a while, I decided what I wanted my life to look like, where I wanted to be when I started over without him and what I wanted to do with my life from then on. If you remember from an earlier episode, I spoke about how I talked about my husband, how I talked my husband into moving back to our hometown. 
it was so much easier for me to start over back home because that's where my outer strength was that I needed coupled with my inner strength to be more successful at leaving him. We went back home and stayed with one of my relatives for about three months before I got an apartment that was near the emergency room, which was all planned out because that's what I wanted. I got a job prior to getting my apartment while I was with my relative working full time every weekend. So it was so much easier for me to plan everything successfully during the week. My husband has started traveling even more with his current girlfriend across the country, which also made it so much easier for me to put things into action. In the beginning, I was angry with her. At this point, I was so glad and sometimes still upset that she was taking him out of the home so I could move on with ease, planning everything, you know, the way I needed it to go. On another episode, I would discuss what I went through with him and all his women. That may take a few episodes, but I will definitely compress it into one. Fast forwarding to after I victoriously ran away from him to the ER after being beaten in front of his mother in our home. I laid on my mother's couch after being discharged from the ER and thinking after the assigned officer I spoke with at the ER called me to verify that they had apprehended him. I took the biggest exhale. Starting over now meant I was able to breathe in a non-toxic environment. Without him, at least, his mother still remained there with me for another two weeks before I came home one day from work to discover she had packed her things and left for good. That's when life really became peaceful for me because I was then able to be free with my thoughts and emotions without interference from either one of them. Now, to be real about the emotions I was experiencing, the first week without him was miserable. I was accustomed to being with someone I was deeply in love with and it hurt deeply that I was no longer able to be with him despite how he treated me. Because I'm not one to deal with things that keep me in a hole and not propelling forward, I looked into the bathroom mirror my first day back home without him and said to myself, girl, you have one week to sulk then get your ass up and build again. So I set my alarm on my phone to go off one week exactly from that day and time after that. And so I did. That week of sulking, I went through every emotion imaginable. I threw things, I broke things, I tore things up, I cried, I laughed, I didn't eat, I ate too much. I cleaned the house from top to bottom and I stayed in the bed not wanting to do anything. I did all of those things in that one week. The alarm went off on its scheduled day and time and I got back to life picking up where I left off on my plan of being prosperous after getting rid of my husband. I had absolutely no money or anything to work with except the job I was working. I had lost two vehicles while we were together, so I walked three miles to work each day, Wednesday through Sunday, and walked back those same three miles, sometimes after working two shifts, three miles back home at 10 o'clock at night. It was what I had to do to survive and get to the next thing in life. 
One of the things I had on my list to do from journaling was finishing business school. I only had two classes left to complete my MBA in organizational management. I finished March 2019, which was last year. It was very tough getting through those classes because I was still dealing with the residual of emotions from my marriage. Getting through school was the best treatment for me at the time. My critical thinking skills were repaired and I started making more decisions on my life after what I wanted my life to look like after I graduated. Now, I still don't have a job using my business skills, but I restructured my business. I laid down sometime after getting married and I'm still working on several things, getting that going when I discovered a love for podcasting. I love talking to you guys. It's very therapeutic and it helps me process things so I can effectively support others who are transitioning from a life of abuse. To date, I went back to working as a certified nursing assistant on weekends only. I started a podcast, building my business, volunteering during the week, raising money to finish psychology school. I'm live streaming on Instagram and Periscope. You can follow me on both of them at at Elegant Granny, and I'll leave the link for that in the show notes. And I'm traveling with a new group of business friends I met online. Now, this group really holds me accountable because if I say I'm going to do something, they keep coming back asking me if I've done it yet, what I'm doing to get there or ask what they can do to get me there. I never have to worry about being alone in my business life because they are always there for me and I appreciate it greatly. So guys, if you're listening, I really appreciate each and every one of you. You have been very instrumental in my life and I'm so glad we met and I'm so glad I took the trip to DC last year. Let me see. It was the beginning of fall. We met face to face the Labor Day weekend. And I'm so glad that was so much fun. And I learned so much. I still have a ways to go on this journey, healing from the abuse I went through. I started seeing a therapist just before my husband was released from jail this past December to see where my heart and soul was. I'm doing much better than I expected. And I want to continue doing so So I'm going to continue seeing my therapist at least once a quarter to follow up with myself to see where I need to make some changes. And if my therapist notices anything I could work on. Beyond that, my life is good. I'm in a much peaceful space and now working to support others, creating the same space, the same things for themselves. This is life from my perspective as a survivor of abuse. Not everyone has the same story as I do. Each case is different and should be respected as such. If you are a person still in a toxic situation, excuse me, if you are a person still in a toxic relationship or situation, create a plan for escape. I will leave a link in the show notes of an exit strategist I met after I left my husband who can help you. Now, I didn't meet her before I left him. I met her afterwards. And she still, even though that's what she does, that she still helped me with some mindset on some things after I had left him. If you are out of the situation and need support moving on to the next, 
as someone who is supported or divorced, there will be another contact info in the show notes for a liberation coach I met who is not too far from me. I haven't met her face to face, but we've spoken over the phone and we've talked online and she can assist you as a life coach moving forward with life after you separated from your abuser and if you're um, getting a divorce or if you have divorce, because sometimes you can get um, um, displaced and stuck and not able to move forward and she can help you with those things. Her name is Andrea Stuckey and she is known as the Liberator Coach. And she has been very instrumental in my life also. And I'm also gonna leave her info in the show notes. As always, thank you for listening. This is the first installment on me disclosing my experience of starting over. Next week, I'll talk on something else that has to do with starting over. So once again, thank you for listening. I appreciate your support. And remember, healing is a continuous process not a one-shot deal. Stay tuned for next week's episode as we discuss finances for a survivor of abuse.